4: All right. Good morning, and welcome to a what Tuesday edition here of the program.
5: It is Tuesday.
4: It is Tuesday. Yes, Pads Day, as it's known now. I I don't even know how to approach today. I mean, do you want me to put on my Donovan McNabb, like the lone jersey I have, where Pro Bowl
5: jersey, right?
4: And go crazy, like yeah, it's football. It's Pads Day. I mean, I think. I think we should do the show
5: in helmets, but I no, wish it. I had a helmet. I'd strap it on today. It's yeah. Well,
4: if I call you a strapper, if
5: you had it strapped <laughs>
4: on, you don't want that.
5: <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that word because that was a Bruno. He he loved calling people strappers, yeah. and now I I got this guy that I've known for years at my at my golf club that calls people straps. Ah, oh, he's a strap, meaning the same thing. It's Trapper, such, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, great it's- term.
4: I was going to say, a strapper, like, canceled, so he had to
5: dance around it. And Maybe. Maybe the purr okay. made it a little too offensive, and you just call somebody a strap.
4: Yep. yep. Right. Okay, I got you that. I got you. Now, <laughs> uh, beyond pads day, we had two things happening, and only two things happening, with the Sixers down the yeah. way. And the first is re-signing Furkan Korkmaz, which, okay, like again, I have more reaction to what we were just talking about, right? Than right. not happening, right? The strap yeah. community. I'm
5: certain. That I'm sure there's some fans that refer to Furkan as a strap.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. Especially on defense. Right. So <laughs> we have that, and then we have really the, the puzzling but not crippling move of doing everything they could have done and did to get George Hill, and just say bye bye coming in on a contract year. Now, again, he's he's inconsequential as far as winning a championship, but he's also a, a guy, a player that they wanted to bring in of consequence coming in and being, you know, like a veteran voice and all. But the <laughs> point being, Harry's that's it. Like, that's all we have. And while they can't sign anybody big, I guess people were waiting for a trade because free agency is underway.
5: Right. And then we're seeing some rumors, which I'm sure we'll get into, which uh, seem to be revolving more around Tobias Harris than Ben Simmons at this point. Believe what you want to believe. But yeah, George Hill was a guy that that I was uh, saying they they should go after and get when they were in that market for a backup, you know, veteran point guard kind of, you know, second ball handler kind of guy. I thought, you know, he'd come a little bit. Cheaper, wouldn't cost him as much, and he's a veteran guy that still had some game left. I was underwhelmed and very disappointed in George Hill's short tenure with the 76ers, especially in the playoffs. He did nothing to me. Uh,
4: I, don't even, I, did he,
5: I don't even know how many minutes he got. Right, yeah, right. and when he was in there, he really didn't do anything. So, yeah, they waive him, and I guess they're going to owe him some money. Uh, so it, it just sort of seems like a big waste of time. And now they, they've they also lost Dwight Howard, so they're going to have to really backfill the backup center position as he signs with the Lakers.
4: Right, and backup centers are reportedly telling the Philadelphia 76ers to take a hike. Is that right? Yeah, Deadman telling the Sixers reportedly, uh-uh, I'm not coming there and signing elsewhere. Really? Yeah. That, wow. That was, that was something that came out earlier. Right.
5: Okay. Well, I saw that where the Los Angeles Lakers, since they've acquired Westbrook, Uh, not so much Dwight Howard, their odds have gone uh, to the good for the NBA championship, moving from five to one to
4: four to one. Mm, Hmm. I wouldn't touch it. No, I know you
5: and I kind of don't know that they're going to be any better. No Westbrook.
4: Honestly, I I don't think that they're going to be any better at all, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you, which only means that there's a, a bigger chance. Like I look at it as far as risk, right? There's a, there's a, better chance that the Lakers are worse with Westbrook than they are championship better. Now, people will say, well, they got hurt, all these other things. Injury is not something that I'm just going to automatically bless them with and say they'll be fully on healthy. No, because LeBron's a year older. Yeah. You know, I mean, 80. Davis, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I I agree. I I don't know. And then, you know, I guess we just wait on reports that come out. From practice today yeah. about who looked good with pads on for the first time. Yeah. Or who got hurt. I mean, really, this whole thing has been about
5: injuries in this yeah. first couple of days, not only here in Philadelphia, but of course, the big injury out in Indianapolis uh, that, you know, has yeah. us all now starting to think like, well, maybe that third first round pick isn't actually going to happen. No. But so that was really how the week started. Not so good. And then I read, uh, I don't know if you read Mike Sealski uh, today. I did brilliant columnist, of course, for, uh,
4: out, see if he'll come on with us.
5: Okay. I could send him a text. Yeah. Uh, of course with philly.com, the inquirer, he, his, the headline here is really good. Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, Mickey Moniak more. This is Philly's era of missed opportunity. And I'm like, you want to really get depressed, go read these pros. And he's a great writer and he puts together, you know, a couple of great paragraphs in the beginning that you're like, man, this is great writing, but damn, am I depressed <laughs> as a Philadelphia sports fan? Because he goes through like three years, like the, you know, three years of having number one, you know, top to top three overall picks in respective drafts and where it's all turned out. And you really got next to nothing.
4: You know, I was thinking of putting out something.
6: This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob
7: Media. Or uh, he doesn't like.
4: Take off. Wow. Hey, Sean, we can hear you.
7: The middle. My
4: bad.
7: No. Sports Map
6: Radio Network.
7: sure you have something important to say, much more important than me. So. No, that happens when it's potted up like that sometimes.
6: Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well. We
4: are live here now, joined by Sports Map Radio on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Uh, Barrett, where's Barrett today? At practice? He's
5: at practice, and
4: apparently he was going to check in with us
5: during, during the first hour for a, a few, and then he's going to go home, and as soon as he
4: gets home, dial back in and do the rest of the show with us. Okay. So, okay. I don't know. Now, uh, because his name's still on the show and all, he's not here, so we right. owe it to people as we come back from breaks about, you know, where he is. but. You just you mentioned something here as we were joined by sports map and then this quick conversation we had with Sean Mapes, who's in the house, by the way, and will provide fake news today. Yeah, I'm fired up about that. Sweet I'm in quote. withdrawal. I'm in fake news withdrawal. Yeah, I understand, man. It, it's yeah. definitely difficult to uh, to deal with here. But you were just talking about something. I think it was NFL related, right? Well, I was talking about uh, Sealski's column. Sealski, in, in, that's uh, right. Yeah. Now, you going to that, Sealski?
5: I will. I okay. will send him a text and see if we can get him on because, you know, obviously the, the injury to Wentz and the possible effect that it may have on the Eagles and where they draft next year or how many first-round picks they have, you know, has, has got everybody, you know, sort of reflecting on what, you know, what it's been. For the Eagles, since winning the Super Bowl, and then you right. start to look at the Sixers. You know, Ben Simmons' name is in serious play. Who was once thought of as the franchise changer. You know, Mickey Moniak for the Phillies, drafted number one overall. You know, Alec Bohm was drafted near the top of the draft. All these guys, and you're thinking, like, what do we really have here? Right. <laughs> we got the Flyers. Nolan Patrick. They just parted ways with a uh, a former number one uh, pick that they had, and it just all seems to be like coming up with nothing.
4: No, zero. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't even know really at, at this point how, how much that changes overnight. I mean, we're dealing with the biggest micro I could say to that. And we'll be back in three on Sports map Radio is what's happening at the left tackle position. Right. Where even when you get it right, it's at the expense of getting it wrong. Correct. And it's at the extremes. So, you know, I don't really know how that works there. All right, we're back in three on Sports Maps, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. A lot going on this Tuesday. So hang with us. Give us a like. Make sure you're subscribed and the notification bell so you're not late. Now we should get uh, Mike. Now I was going to write this week, and I have to check with Matt Mullen to see if this is okay. But I was going to write this week from the first, like from the POV of Bryce Harper mm. and say, trade me. Love POV. Yeah, I'm a big POV, uh, <laughs> big fan of the genre, right? And in this case, the genre is, is Brent, Bryce Harper right. asking for a release. Oh, is that right? Boy, yeah. what's he, three
5: years? Is this his third year here with the Phillies? Yeah, and, yeah. And,
4: and how much they've botched it around him and continue to botch it around him that, that he should just be better off because it's already happening where people are blaming him. Vic uh, vilifying him, and the guy's numbers are on par with what he was before. He hasn't yeah. fallen off. No, I mean his numbers. His batting average is good.
5: He's hitting a lot of doubles. He's not driving in any runs, and he's really not hitting any home runs, which is weird. Like his average is up. You know, he gets on base. He takes yeah. you know, gets a lot of walks and walks all that stuff. Bigger thing too, right? But like you look at him, and then you look at Hoskins, whose production run wise, home runs, RBIs is uh, is good, but his average is bad it's really a kind of a strange situation it's weird that harper doesn't drive in more runs
4: well i i also don't know how often he's in situations with risp beyond that though i mean look and this is why you'll have always that argument about batting average versus slugging and things where incorporates walks right because he's actually hitting better when you factor in the walks he doesn't strike out nearly at all Mm mm-hmm Although this year was, you know, th- this year, I guess, is a little bit more on, a little bit higher, you know, back to what we've seen. But the reality is, I mean, this guy here is is on pace to have, what, over 100 walks, or right around there, 100 yeah. walks, and... But the not thing is, you're not paying one- him all that
5: money to walk. You know that's the that's the thing where I'm just nobody's well, like,
4: hitting the ball too right. Like he's going to have most likely a career year with doubles this year.
5: Yeah, I, I get that. But where are the runs? Like, is he driving in runs? I mean, like, well, I don't know. I, I just have a hard time with you know paying a guy what they're paying him to say. Well, he gets on base and walks and all that stuff. I, it's part of what I hate about baseball.
4: Yeah, but now. if you, if you have lineups around a guy who is getting on base. Then, and Bryce Harper is going to be able to get on base multiple ways. That's where I think the issue comes back with the management and the inability to build around him. Like, yeah, you know, if this guy, he had 130 walks, Harry, his last year in Washington. Mm -hmm. If he's lead, that was lead, league leading. Pardon me. If he's lead, he led the league in the COVID year last year in walks. Granted it was COVID, but it was a short year.
8: If he's leading the
4: league in walks, then you have to build around that, don't you? Well, I mean, they did. They
5: signed Ramuto. Everybody wanted Ramuto back. Um, God forbid we couldn't play without Ramuto as the catcher. Harper was leading the charge to get him back. You know, I mean, Look, I, man, I don't know.
4: Guys has got a ridiculous. He, he gets on base. I'm not blaming him. Okay, no, but, but
5: he did but, have a huge base running error the other night. Yeah, too, and he had awful right?
4: fielding and yeah, yeah. might have uh, had one of those injuries. I mean, this it's team's uh, a mess. They That's really are. Disaster. All uh, right. The.
5: All right. I just sent Sealski a text that didn't go through. He must have changed his number. So I sent it to his email. We'll wow. See yeah.
4: Wow. Yeah. And, how about he, that? Well, maybe he blocked you.
5: Maybe. Are you guys uh, at odds with him? <laughs> no. <there? laughs> it's been a while since we've had discussions, but no, there's no odds.
4: No. I mean, Mike. What are he, the odds? Mike's one of our best writers in the city. And I just didn't know, like, yeah, what are the odds? Yeah, you want to see that? Although we'll get in trouble on YouTube. Actually, I don't know if we'd get in trouble. It was the uh, Philly voice that we were going to get in trouble on this oh. one. So there you go. Yeah. is that better for you? That's Does that great. make you feel more uh, more at home with That's gambling strange. talk? Should I have that go every time we bring up? Or what? Or you like this better?
5: Oh, I like the props and locks too. Yeah. Okay. So, How many do you have? Uh, I got a bunch. You know. <laughs> Like when you were on with Jarek the other morning,
4: didn't you have the props and locks behind you? Well yeah, I was on this morning with Karen. Okay. And every time I'm on there cuz that's how they introduce me. Okay. So they introduce me from our own props and locks from our own props and locks. I got this one too if you want. Now, what is I, that I leave, one? I could leave this up. That's KRS1 right here. Okay. Right to to technically shoulder right. Right, right, right. Who's behind you? Uh, with the Mets I, I, hat. I don't know, but Caravis One is most likely destroying somebody with that microphone. Oh, okay. So, a diss track, a yeah. live diss track. Exactly. Like yeah. verbally humiliating somebody to the point where they find a new career. Right. You know, it, it would be the equivalent of, of like the killer crossover or something <laughs> like that, where it's just <laughs> like, dude, you, you know, find a new sport. Right. You know, he got shaken out of his jock or now, something on those lines.
5: John Shelton says, Where is the crying
4: baby? I just it up. What do you yeah. mean? It was yeah, flashed
5: wait, up there for a second.
4: People well, like the crying talk? baby. Yeah, there it <laughs> I got the head somewhere here too.
5: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm
4: not. I'm not sure. Now but you were yeah. talking
5: about the the left tackle position too right. before we went to break about how this could be one of those situations where, yeah, they're it's sort of damned if they do, damned if they don't. One guy succeeds, it's a blemish. Another guy, or, or and one guy succeeds, it's both a blemish and a a stain because if the seventh rounder ends up being the guy, you're like, wow, what a find in the seventh round, but it's at the expense of a lousy pick in the first round.
4: Yep. And we and can't find any middle ground. No, no. And uh, you
5: know, today with the pads coming on, this could be a big. this is a big day for Andre Dillard. Cause he well, has not looked good in the first couple practices.
4: No. And, and is there anything that has come out yet? You know, people are, are tweeting about it. It's their job to do. Yeah. And normally if it's, Somebody throwing versus air, and it's some long bomb that another guy catches. You're kind of like, all right, it's it's yeah. against air, right? But in this case, I'm interested. Yeah, you know, like I'm interested right now to hear what exactly is going on with the left tackle position. Who started today on eleven on elevens? How was Dillard? Did it get blown off the ball, right?
5: Yeah, all right. I'm going to check Jeff McLean's Twitter. He's got three new tweets up here. We'll see if any of that included. Um, He's got the injury report, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know, which now, is the big deal. Ryan Kerrigan's out, right thumb in a wrap.
4: Right. Um, well, we knew that yesterday. We're getting yeah. uh, rave reviews for Zach McPherson, the rookie.
5: Right, the cornerback uh, out yeah. of Texas Tech.
4: Yeah, who is going to have an opportunity at that position to play.
5: Yeah. So, Nothing yet on, on the left tackle
4: f- Eagles, from McClain. Okay, this is Brandon Lee Gowton, Eagles rookie cornerback, Zach McPherson, making a lot of plays out here. Teammates got fired up when he laid the wood on Jason Huntley on running play. Two pass breakups that were near picks also had a pick yesterday. Wow. All right. Making that his presence like, felt. Yeah. You know, this today's the day to do it. Today's the day where your feet may be a little slow but that shoulder may be a little heavy mm-hmm. and that could be the difference between you getting some time or not where a coach can think you know what uh, okay maybe he's not the best in coverage but man that guy can hit and i don't know i mean clearly there's tape and all that's so i don't want to yeah. reduce it to just today but yes I, I think that there will be nothing from mcmullen yet regarding uh
5: anything specific to the uh-uh. left tackle
4: after a brief trip to the medical tent, Davion Taylor heading inside with a trainer. He has been dealing with a quad injury. Hmm. Uh-oh.
5: Hmm. Well, he threw his gloves to a Cheltenham High School football player on his way out, so that was nice.
4: On his way out from what? Getting hurt? On his way to the locker room. That's per McMullen. John, man, just... He's going deep. Seriously. <laughs> Nobody else. He needed to, like, hashtag that with first... <laughs> Or something like that. Nobody else. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else had that. Are you kidding me? Nobody. Did he really do that? Yeah. You're just making
5: this up. No, I swear swear to God. It's the blue check mark at JF McMullen. Davion Taylor looks done for the day, heading inside, threw his gloves to a Cheltenham High School player on the way to the locker room.
4: How did he know it was at Cheltenham High School? Maybe he had his jersey on. Okay.
5: Okay. And you know what? They got a pretty good program. They've, you know, they got. Oh no, good very good. Yeah. I
4: just didn't know if John just immediately assumed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be from Cheltenham. But somebody doing that level of reporting probably isn't assuming anything, right? No, he doesn't assume anything. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> good. I'm making sure that that's the case.
5: But it's funny you you talk about the. the Stories, you know, like they're leading with so and so caught a big bomb for a touchdown, you know, in seven on seven drills, no pads, right. shorts, the whole deal. Kez Watkins, you know, I that was like oh, one yes. of the headlines Number yesterday. Seven. That was one of the headlines yesterday. Caught a big pass from Jalen Hurts and took
4: it to the house, Mr. Seven on Seven. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm I mean, all right, yeah, now they did make a couple
5: of moves contract wise. In the last 24 hours with uh, Derek Barnett and Lane Johnson. They adjusted their contracts, which apparently opened up some more cap space. Okay. Like to the tune of almost an extra 10 mil. I think they're up to around 14 million in available cap space. So that's that tells me that, you know, they know that they've got some areas where they need to, to shore things up, possibly a veteran wide receiver, although, you know, what is out there, I have no idea. I know Al Alshon's out there. There's no way he's coming back. Or I would you want him back?
4: I wouldn't. No. Golden Tate is another name that came up. No, no, they don't have. I don't think that they have the ability to to do all that. But I, I would say personally, I think what you're going to see is just a lot more Travis Fulgham. I think if Devontae Smith can't go. Jalen Rager sure is going to get more looks, but mm-hmm. we saw this yesterday where, or we, we heard this yesterday where Rager was, was stepping or Rager where Fulgham was stepping in immediately following that Smith injury. So I, I don't think they're going to do much, honestly, at that position, if anything, they may bring in a camp body. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they're pretty much going to roll with what they roll with. And, and, Somebody like Travis Fulgham, for example, is going to be back in the forefront in this offense until they get Smith healthy and ready and, and really good to go. Does that it's, make sense? It's, it's
5: amazing that Travis Fulgham and, and like uh, and Ward are like their veteran presences on at the wide receiver pr- position. Only, yeah.
4: I mean, that's it, right? It They're is pretty crazy. Presences. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I don't know how that would play out otherwise. That's all. I mean, it's just different from, I I don't know, actually, maybe if you were trying to find somebody again, that's more talent specific, right? Where Mm -hmm. you can focus on that, where it would be like a speedster or a possession receiver, somebody specific, but I don't think that they're going to find somebody all of a sudden. That's going to be like, Oh my goodness. Right. Or a big red zone presence or something. Yeah. Body or you might as well sign a tight end at that point. Right. You know, or just
5: not get rid of Zach Ertz.
4: Yeah, that's true, too. That could
5: be another situation. I, I
4: think I yeah. have heard
5: from Mike Sealski. He said okay. he'd love to join, so oh. he asked for when, and I gave him a time of 11.40, and yeah. we'll see if we can get him on. So, you sent
4: him the – Not him yet, the yet. Not okay. yet. I okay. want to see
5: if he can do it first.
4: Okay. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Just looking at that. You got anything else here from <laughs> – uh, I want to make sure that we didn't have anybody at twelve forty today. I thought we had somebody at twelve. I don't think we do. Okay. I
5: know you know Barrett will be back on the show for for that period of time. Yes. So really. and we have fake news at twelve twenty five or whatever it is. Wow! Big news
4: in our business, man. What happened? Jeff Rickard, yeah, just named the brand manager W E E I. Really? Yes. Yeah. Now,
5: wasn't he your buddy from out yes. in
4: Indiana? Absolutely. We've had him on the show. We absolutely have had him on the show. And I am not only going to send him a congratulatory text, I'm going to ask him where I can send a resume. No, oh, there you go. W E E I. No, this is uh, I just saw this here that look, it's not often but a friend of the, somebody who has been on the show, etc., like he's definitely somebody that has been on a couple of times and mm-hmm. with us at the very least. And that's pretty damn cool for him. So that's all just looking at it. And I was scrolling through to try to find something related to what you were talking about here on the wide receivers. And I just saw that pop up for Rickard. So that's pretty big, man. EEI, you know, yeah, it me. is. Uh, all right. So we'll take a quick one. We'll look at who exactly we can find, if anything, to pick out from the trash heap because I don't expect there's going to be much and see about more updates from camp pads on for the first time track down Mike Sealski. We got a lot. It's the middle. Make sure you like subscribe hit the notification bell. We are back in three across the board.
7: I get scared sometimes
3: of a lot of things joining in decisions It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
7: Mortgage.
6: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
4: I uh, see anything new here? Rudy Gay is signed with the Jazz. Oh yeah, yeah.
5: Well, a couple of guys re-signed. I saw Connolly re-upped with the Jazz. You know, okay. CP3 re-upped with the Suns uh, for another three years, I believe. Fournier ended up uh, leaving uh, the Orlando, going to the Knicks. Yeah, and. uh Oh, uh, ball ends up with the Bulls, Lonzo Ball.
4: Which, yeah, Chicago is just—I I don't know what to make of Chicago. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be good enough to really do much. I think they're going to hover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and Lowry I, with the with the Heat—that was the big deal of the day, right? Lowry to and Miami sign and trade, yeah. Which again took both Toronto and Miami out of any talks with Ben Simmons.
5: You would think. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
4: Now I
5: saw, you saw this uh, crazy rumor on Twitter. Uh, You commented on it or you, you liked it or something. That's the only reason I saw it because now with your blue check mark, I see everything that you do.
4: Oh, really? Well, you're like one of two or three people because I'm still recording how slow and limited my tweets are. And then I read something real quick about the algorithm that actually rewards volatile stuff that people will like charge and, and yell back at you. Oh, so, so here's what I was doing. It's not just like the easy stuff is, oh, political stuff, right? You're talking about right. COVID or, you know, a riot or a protest, right. whatever, maybe Trump. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But the reality is, is that it's anything from a content standpoint that gets people yelling and cursing and, and screaming back at you. So So think about this. I, for a while, I was kicking myself in the rear thinking, what the hell is going on? Why would I try to promote my stuff? Why would I try to put out links to stuff? Why would I try and have a conversation or put a tweet out about a, an athlete or something that's happening that's trending, even? It's limited. But if I rip the fanatic, oh my God, I get retweet after retweet. I get response. Well, that's why they fired you, you asshole. Is that oh, r- part of wow. me? Ah, uh, Sean Mapes, part of me, uh, wow. all that, wow. you know? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I trust Sean on the on the, the wound part. is still fresh with that re- outburst. Well, no, no, that's that's what I'm saying is like what what they say on Twitter. Look, one of you, if it was you or Barrett, cursed much worse and had Ron Culver dumping two times. So yeah, I think we're okay. But no, the point being is that that's the volatile stuff that got people going back. I and see. Forth. All right, so I, so go ahead. What was well? I it was it? Some,
5: somebody who claims to have broken some stories in the past. Some guy who's got you know a couple thousand followers. I don't really know who he is, um, but uh, you know I'll oh, find. Finn. What is it? In the insider. Yes, that's yeah. the dude. Yeah, and there was some trade that he's talking about that's going to. It's probably going to come down with the Sixers that will involve Buddy Healed and uh, oh, uh, let's see. Hold Tobias on. Harris? No, Porzingis.
4: Oh yeah, okay. Coming
5: to the Sixers for what I'd assume to
4: be Tobias Harris. Yes, and, and probably somebody else I would imagine in that trade. But yes. Now do so, you give that any type of credence? Well, look, we follow each other and he understand like he's somebody who who understands the game. So he's not a troll in that right. regard. Um, he claims
5: to have broken or uh, right. right about the Wentz right. trade, the Harper signing, Girardi hiring, Josh Donaldson signing, the Maury hiring and Chris Paul trade.
4: Look, I'm sure Vin has receipts, right, of a tweet or two that has, you know, a day before the Joe Girardi hiring saying, you know, I'm hearing the Phillies. Mm-hmm. But look. You know, and, and that's where I, I think for someone like Vin, who is trying to do this, and if he has a source or whatever it may be, he's always going to be fighting that that uphill battle of, well, you're not Shams, you're not right. you know, in the blank, etc. cetera. You don't have a check
5: mark. Exactly. You don't work for the athletic.
4: You have no you sources, right, all, right. all this stuff here. Right, Where it's, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Vin is, is accurate or not, but that would be one hell of a trade is all I'm saying. And if you were able to, like, I think our opinion of Ben Simmons would change drastically if he were able to hide more in a lineup, mm. if you got had guys like Porzingis and Buddy Heald around Embiid and Simmons is not a glaring weakness on the free throw line or with a jump shot. Yeah, but I mean, how does he still the point guard? Well, I don't know. I don't think he is. Okay. I think that's a great point. Which but
5: then is, w- were you going to put him on the floor with Porzingis and Embiid?
4: No, I, I think you're going to see a lot of. I think honestly, if if I were if I were Doc Rivers, I would have Porzingis be the first man off the bench, oh. and I would start Embiid and Simmons at the five four, respectively. Hmm. Buddy Healed now is on your squad, and Kristaps Porzingis becomes a true like. Manu Lou will type sixth man okay. who's playing starter minutes but is able to really come in and pace a second unit or be the first right foul trouble but that's no
5: stretch for then option that doesn't that clog up things for Embiid having Simmons cuz nobody's going to respect him going out to the perimeter as Nobody... you know like where Tobias ty- typically is
4: correct but at the same time there's ways around that right like you can move Simmons around you can have him set picks You can have him set picks off the ball specifically and and roll or pop in in the sense of being a secondary passer. So I I think if you start and it's a good point to raise, by the way, I don't think you're wrong with that. But my answer would be if you start on the working premise that Ben Simmons is now your power forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Then I think you're starting to design sets and you're starting to design motion around that point, as opposed to Simmons is the guy with the point, with the basketball, and now you're trying to fit a square peg mm-hmm. into a round hole. So is Maxi then become the point guard?
0: Uh, or or shake moment, Milton?
4: That's a good question. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, why not start Maxi? Depending on what else they do, I think at the moment it would be Maxi. Depending on... Maxi and Healed in the backcourt? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Look, you know, it's not a. You'd have to see who else they get back, right? Right. Like we have to see who else comes back in this deal, but Matisse Thybul is probably going to start at the three now, which is not terrible. Although, look, you well, know, that's two
5: guys on the floor I was though that right. just don't score.
4: So at this point, you you re- and and this is where you need a mid level exception, which they have. You know, Daryl Morey has to get creative. And find an upgrade to Derek to Danny Green, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's essentially what we need right now. Look, Seth Curry, right? He's we still know there, yeah. So Seth is going to start at the two. Buddy Hield could play the three. Okay,
5: well, okay. I, I, you know,
4: I, I think you can look at a situation like that where even I mean, Seth is going to like, like, let's be honest, Seth can drop thirty and still have a plus two on the night, right? So I don't think that it's an easy fix by any means. And, and look, you know, Seth may come off the bench if they find somebody else in, in that regard, or they may just mix and match lineups. I don't think that you're locked into the same five guys or have to be locked into the same five guys every night. No, so be interesting to see, you know, you can get movement. You, you can work five corkmas right? You can work these guys back and forth depending on flow and all that's all. So I, I think, you know, they think something to it.
5: All right. Working on, uh, Mike here, Sealski. He's gonna be on the road. I said, you know, you can do it by phone. Hit the link. And he said, then I'm in. So 1140, Mike Sealski from Philly.com, the Inquirer.
4: All right. Now you have uh did you send him the link? Because eleven forty Yeah, I hard. did. No, I did. Will Tom Brady retire after this season? I'm going to throw these. I've got a bunch of these out at here. All right. Now the odds are ridiculous. It's plus 600 to yes. Mm-hmm. minus 1,500 to no. So the reality is that you either are going to put some money on, yes, he's done after this year, or you're going to take that minus 1,500 and anchor probably two more legs in a parlay. No, I, I, he's 44 today, as a matter of fact. I
5: think today's his birthday. 44. It's okay. amazing. He's really incredible. How many more years could he really do this? I mean, at some point... Aren't you going to, you know, just by happenstance, by being in a uh, on a football field, sustain another serious injury at some point? You would think that he would want to get out. I don't school. want him to. I don't want him to get hurt. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's amazing he's only had one big injury, and that took him out for basically an entire season. He was injured on week one,
4: yeah, with a knee injury. All right, so here's the thing: what what? drives the ego with Brady what still drives I should say the- I think he loves football okay I do
5: I think he loves the game he loves the teammates he loves the locker room he loves the challenge all those kind of things plus he still you know realizes he's the goat and if I, while I'm able to stand up every day why don't I just
4: keep playing he seems like a guy that probably doesn't have many friends and this is where he can have fun with friends, work mm-hmm. friends. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. like Antonio Brown was his buddy. Right. You know? Right. Like, he doesn't seem like he has many friends. So maybe this is his way of, of keeping friends. Okay. Uh, we're back in 3 with Mike Sealsky on the network still live. Now, I got to uh have myself a day today, man. I'll show you here. This What's is the most this is the most bizarre card you'll ever see here. Scorecard you'll ever see here. But um, isn't that amazing, though? Just just thinking about that at the end with it. Yeah. With, with him with no friends. No. Right. I mean, couldn't yeah. you do that?
5: Yeah, I could. You know, I mean, how many friends does he really need with that wife?
4: No, no, you know, no. Look, with I'm his not- life. Yeah, and I'm not saying it like as a... I'm sure it's going to sound like as a rip. I'm not here to rip. <laughs> it's not my style. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying as far as like, just seems like a dude who wasn't necessarily... I don't know. just doesn't seem like a guy with a lot like gregarious. Yeah. You know, maybe that's the better way to put it. It's not like, oh, he's got no friends. It just doesn't seem like he's gregarious. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's kind of... He's,
1: he's been kind of dirty,
5: dorky, kinda, dorky yeah. a little bit, you know, in yeah. certain ways. You know, he plays golf now. He plays a lot of golf whenever he can. He's speaking he's got of wit, kids. Now Look at this. Look
4: at this awful yet beautiful card here. Now, where was this at the C9 yesterday? It's, it's, no, this is this morning at oh. the C9. Look at the first four holes. Triple par. Triple par. Uh-huh. Triple I, bogey. Triple bogey
5: par. Yeah. Okay. Got to get them triples down to some, you know, doubles and some bogeys, and you got to score.
4: Yeah. I, I was having a hard time hitting the ball today. Yeah. Uh, a couple like bad misses that I haven't had in like, and since I returned.
5: Yeah. So I'm very capable of a double bogey to a birdie at any hole. Well, double bogeys. Yeah. You know.
4: Here's where I look at. So today, I don't know how you look at, at days like this, but today I looked at it like, this was a shitty day that I scrambled to make 49 as mm-hmm. opposed to like a really good day that could have been better outside of a couple of shots. Like I was not hitting the ball well. I putted well, but all I was right. not hitting the ball well at all Had a couple of just I was telling you about the chunk. Right. So the uh, I was all nervous because there was a greenskeeper there. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Well, no, this this was today. There was oh, a Because here he had end. one last week when the Greenskeeper right. came. Well, off. that was the head guy. That was like oh, the main okay. guy. Yeah. So <laughs> He's now the superintendent. Uh I'm on eight, which is the which is the second par three. And it's this long par three that goes uphill too. And this guy is going up and down on the T-Box. He's busting his rear out there. I'm just playing golf, right? So he stops. He's very nice. He's like, Oh yeah, no problem, no problem. This beautiful, crisp fresh new tea box that he just mowed right mm-hmm. here i am like okay now i have to take a six iron and i warned him i said look i'm, I'm about to destroy this there he is
8: <laughs> morning gentlemen
4: good morning mike we're oh, back
6: this here we
8: go middle. On the
6: Sports Maps Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. That
4: was my fault, Mike. Sorry. Normally I we would come back from being live on the break and mention that you're about to be on with us. I'd bring you on. But you know, you're staring at us like what what's what's happening here? They bring us on the show. <laughs> Do I need to? I'm the guest. Do I
8: need to initiate conversation? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? What kind of show is this? this that's is, my this fault, is, Mike. Every guest is nuclear on your show. He has to announce his presence with authority.
7: That's
4: right. <laughs> You've already lost half of the audience. By the way, with, with
5: that, I so. know. I'm
8: dating myself. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
5: that—that's a movie that whenever it's on and you pass it, you got to watch some of it.
8: Oh God, it's. I mean, honestly, know, B- Bill Simmons does that podcast, the Rewatchables. That's that's a top tenner. Durham absolutely
4: yeah No question now you're going to go down that rabbit hole of rewatchables and we will be completely derailed Mike's on Twitter of course at Mike Sealski Philly Inquirer as well one of the top writers we have in this city by a mile and Harry was raving about your latest and we had to reach out and say look you know I it's really cool to have Harry paraphrase what you've written but (laughs) it would be better to have the conversation with you Mike
8: I agree. I like talking to myself.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it really hit home. And I know, you know, the the latest injury news with Carson Wentz probably, you know, got you thinking about all of this stuff. But, man, it's 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 so true and it's so well written. But yet it's so depressing when you start to think about the Eagles, Phillies, Sixers and Flyers with six top three draft picks in this three year span from 2016 to 2018. And you start to sift through it and see what do we really have here?
8: Yeah. You know, it was, it came to mind, as you guys said, you know, when the news came out about Wentz's injury and and I thought, you know, um, I was following this the story on Twitter, as we all do. and you see a lot of Eagles fans and even, you know, Eagles media to a certain degree saying, Oh, this hurts the Eagles. You know, now they won't get that first, no chance of them getting that first round pick. And I kept thinking like, well, even if everything had gone right last year, I mean, even if Carson Wentz had been great and not been terrible, and even if the Eagles had been good and not been terrible, like, this could have happened anyway, right? Like, you know, they're describing this injury as tracing back to high school, that this this broken foot that he's got. Um, And if that had happened, if he had still been here and this injury had happened, we'd be having a totally different conversation about whether it was worthwhile for the Eagles to use that number one pick on Wentz. Um, how much do you, do you uh, weigh his 2017 season, those 11 games, and maybe portions of the 2019 season against everything else that's taken place with him? And I started thinking more broadly and being like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like I've been covering this kind of ongoing story about the franchises and their each of their individual kind of like pursuits of glory. Um, And it it really, with the exception of that Super Bowl, and I know it's a big exception, these processes really haven't worked. They they just haven't. And so I kind of wanted to kind of uh, capture all of that thinking in one piece.
4: Well, and to your point about the exception, it wasn't like it was won in a conventional way, right? It was probably the most unconventional run we've seen since Jeff Hostetler.
8: Yeah, you're 100% right, Todd. I mean, you know, they not only beat the Patriots with Brady and Belichick, they do it with the backup quarterback. They do it with the backup quarterback who... Everybody loves, like there was no, you know, feeling in and around the city of like, oh, I'm rooting against Nick Foles. Like, you know, everybody who's met Nick likes Nick by all accounts. He's a great guy. And it was almost like this. I think I described as like a a karmic comeuppance for that. Like, okay, Philly, you can have that Super Bowl, and you can have your team win it in the way that no team has ever won it before. And probably no team will ever win it again. But the trade-off is, Ben Simmons is going to freak out about having to dunk the basketball and maybe go to the foul line. And Markel Fultz is going to freak out about shooting a basketball and Mickey Moniak will never develop. And Nolan Patrick will get a bunch of head injuries and, and migraines and all this stuff. And you'll have all these other opportunities to be, for your teams to be great. And they don't pan out.
4: So real quick, I I wanted to just follow up on what you mentioned, Mike, about the Wentz injury, because I'm going to appeal to you, not only covering the Eagles for a long time, again, not to date you, but also the league and and knowing how stringent the process is in order to bring somebody into your organization. So I wonder, and I have no idea if the Philadelphia Eagles just flat out missed that foot injury and they got back ass lucky in the sense of they just got rid of this ticking time bomb ahead of time, or Through audacity to hubris, they thought to themselves, well, it's not a problem now. So we're just going to take them. We're going to trade up and roll the dice. And maybe, maybe to their credit, a small sense of savviness or savvy, I guess, they got out of this ahead of time thinking, hey, this could be Frank Reich's problem the next couple of years.
8: I would think they missed it. I mean, gosh, it sounds, if the Colts are telling the truth about the injury, it sounds so weird and rare that, uh, you know, it might be the kind of thing that gets missed. Um, you know, I mean, and once the other thing is, once has had enough issues physically over the course of his collegiate and professional careers that there's a hell of a lot more stuff to worry about, right? I mean, he yes. missed most of his last season in North Dakota State because of a broken wrist. And, you know, he, he had the injury in preseason in 2016 and then tore his knee up in 17 and had the back problem in 18 and, and et cetera, et cetera. So... I would imagine this was just, you know, a a smaller thing that got overlooked. I I would hope that's the case anyway.
6: Yeah.
5: And regarding like the Phillies, you know, never, you know, developing young talent, I have, you know, wake me when they do it, you know, the next time. So I'm not really surprised about their whiffs uh, with top draft picks, but this stuff with the Sixers, it just blows my mind where you can have two number one overall picks and you get a guy who just has, you know, just, can't even shoot the basketball three months after he gets drafted and he's no longer here. And then you have another guy who's had repeated times, you know, where, you know, to develop his offensive game, refuses to do it and now passes up a dunk. I I can't, I couldn't have even scripted this if you were going to have me like write a fantasy, like a disaster fantasy <laughs> on the <laughs> 76ers. It's unbelievable to me, Mike.
8: Yeah, you're right, Harry. And that gets to a core question that I kind of sidestepped in the column, but is a good one, which is how much of the failure of some of these players is uh, a misreading of how good they really are or um, the organization's failure to develop them. Right? Like, yeah, we know uh, Ben Simmons isn't a great shooter, but we're going to develop him anyway. And I don't know to that. I mean, Mickey Moniak to me hasn't shown a whole lot, you know, in the minor leagues, he's playing a little bit better this year. I got some people, some pushback on Twitter from people are saying, oh, he's Lehi Valley's best player. Well, his, his OPS is 796. Like, it's not like he's, right. you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. or something, you know, like that. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Um, but, yeah, to your point about the Sixers, like, you know, at some point you have to be, uh, I think, confident enough in yourself as an organization to say, you know what? Everybody's saying X about this guy, but we think why. And, and we're going to mm-hmm. go with why. And I wonder how much that plays to these kind of decisions that like, oh, we're just going to take Ben Simmons with the first overall pick of the draft. Like, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe there is somebody better. Now, I'm not saying there was, but I wonder how much that sort of thinking goes into things.
4: Yeah, I wonder if we're going to start to see the ramification. I, I, and I guess we kind of have, right, with Carson Wentz initially, but but he's a little different and that he came up organically, meaning drafted in this organization. But I wonder if we see, dare I use the phrase, the trickle down here, Mike, of the Phillies and the and the moniact and the inabilities to bring talent up. And three or four years down the line, we're talking about the same phenomenon, the same scenario that you've laid out. But instead of they can't grow or bring in the talent, it's, They've wasted Bryce Harper. They've wasted big talent that they have JT realm. They've wasted the people that they have brought in as a secondary result of not being able to build around them. Does that make sense? We're
8: Already seeing it. I mean, let's be honest here. That's what's happening and it has been happening. Yeah. I mean, it it absolutely makes sense. And like I said, it's, it's happening right now. Um, And this thing with the Phillies goes back. To when they were winning championships, right? I mean, it goes back their inability to draft goes back to Mike Arbuckle leaving the organization and then mm-hmm. taking yes. Anthony Hewitt in the 2008 draft um, and taking big swings on guys who they perceive to have a lot of talent, um, you know, low big risk, big reward kind of guys, and they haven't worked out. I mean, you're talking about more than a decade of the Phillies failing to draft. You're talking about the Flyers, you know, with a couple exceptions here and there, kind of missing on you know, pick after pick after pick, at least before the last few years, you know, they went a long time where they just didn't draft all that many players and the ones they did draft weren't all that good. So, you know, it's never just the one thing and it's never an overnight fix. And I think, you know, that's part of the issue you're seeing now is that.
4: Mike's
5: Uh, the audio dropped out.
4: Yeah. Just a little bit.
5: We're going to see a whole lot more of Mike here in the coming months because his book is going to be coming out soon. Uh, Remember his name, The Rise of Kobe Bryant. Looking forward to that one, Mike. When do, do you have a specific date for when that uh, gets released?
8: It'll be coming out January 11th, and it's got a new title. It's going to be called The Rise. Um, oh. Kobe Bryant and the Pursuit of Immortality. I just finished the last edits on it today, um, and we're due for January.
4: That's fantastic. fantastic. Can you take us through, and I remember way back when at 920 with the, I mean, you've been writing like big books for a long time. And this was back when I was doing the show with Schwartzman and we had you on with weekly with Moses. Do you remember that? All the way back up in Princeton. And you were all, Oh yeah, I mean, you were...
8: absolutely. Oh yeah, all the way up in, uh, near Princeton. The... I remember
4: it well. <laughs> That's right. And what's amazing is just to see you continue to to be just a strong columnist is mapped by just pounding out these amazing books. So every book I imagine is different, even though you may have a similar process. Just take us through why this book uh, for you specifically and what we can expect from it for anybody who's maybe new to Rise.
8: Yeah, Kobe died in January of last year. Um, I ended up writing a couple of columns about him. I knew some people. I've uh, been friends with people for a while who were connected to him in some ways. And and um, I just, you know, through some circumstances, I got the idea presented to me about, you know, what about a book about his life before the Lakers? You know, the story of him at Lower Merion and even before that, where, you know, because that story had a lot of drama to it as well. The idea that Lower Merion won a district and state championship his senior year, um, having never been a basketball powerhouse before. And, um, you know, kind of his path to becoming this great player and this icon. And, you know, what could you see in those early years uh, that showed up later? And, um, you know, I, I worked to get in contact with a lot of people who knew him back then. And um, a couple of people were very helpful, including his high school coach Laura Lower Mary and Greg Downer. And... You know, I thought of the project conceptually as kind of Batman Begins for the Black Mamba, that let's tell Kobe's origin story. And, um, you know, once once I had that idea, um, the, the book kind of took shape organically from there.
4: Awesome, man. We got we got to take a, a quick one here. Real quick. Look forward to it. Yeah, we're back in three on Sportsman. Awesome, Thanks. Mike. This is uh, thank you so much just for uh, for hanging with us, man. And I know it's short notice, so appreciate that. Thanks for talking about the column and the book as well. And I don't. Did you see this stuff with Joe Dutch today, by the way? Yeah, I did. We're going to going to going to get to that. I, I don't know, Mike. Did you see this?
8: What's what stuff was that, Aton?
4: All right, so Vacchiano tweeted this earlier. I'll just read it to you real quick. A full-team brawl at Giants camp with Daniel Jones somehow at the bottom of the pile. Joe Judge is absolutely livid. Making him run gassers. (laughs) Right? And then uh, he follows it up. Hard to see exactly what happened. Corey Clement, right, took a big hit at the end of a run. Evan Ingram retaliated. Then he got popped by Logan Ryan. Then all hell broke loose. And then after doing a hundred yard runs and not hard enough for Joe Judge's liking, players now now lined up on the goal. He says, "I think goal line doing push-ups." Beautiful. <laughs> oh my there God. is dead silence except for Joe Judge's whistle and his expletives. So many expletives. Yes,
8: Joe Judge, every old white dude's favorite head coach
4: yes <laughs> ah, beautiful Bye. thanks mike thank you brother
8: <laughs> all right guys i gotta go i'll see you yep
4: you got we'll it yeah that's mike sealski man wow that's uh th- this is this is
5: amazing we should yeah i was just Lombardo. looking at lombardo's twitter and i was gonna get into that Oh everything. yeah
4: text lombo let's see if he'll come on <laughs> right i mean we should get down to what's happening here this this could be an early fade on the giants futures huh. gotta take everything we possibly can here you know yeah my I hate goodness! The,
5: I just hate when the connections are bad.
4: Yeah, that was a rough one, but we got some good stuff on. Lambo
5: here. Will be at camp outside, so his might not be good either.
4: Well, at least let's see though—is it worth it? I mean, this is a pretty funny. This is pretty ridiculous too. Okay. Like this is at, this is outright, this is outlandish. That's what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, this story. Junior, come on. Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile. He's probably more upset about that than anything else, right? Right, right, right. I mean, my God man. Now, I have to ask you, is it wrong to take an idea from Mike sealski's column and then write something on my own for Philly Voice?
5: uh yes, that's uh, I think I think that's uh pilfering.
4: is it? <laughs> yes, but here's the thing. Now, I brought up the idea before Sealski joined us,
5: right? Which idea is this?
4: About Bryce Harper saying, you guys can't move oh, around oh, oh, me and that. Man, okay. just get me out of here.
5: Yeah, okay. That, right? Yeah. I guess you'd have to refer to Mike saying, you know, just sort of give him some props too, that it was, you know, the idea was germinated, but then, you know amplified when you read Mike Sealski's column, blah, blah, blah. I don't know.
4: I can't. I don't think I could mention that.
5: But, yeah, because you're, you're in the competing. Uh,
4: right. Now, website. I'm not a competitor of Sealski. I'm saying that the site that's publishing my dreck Is a competitor, right? Right, right, right. I want people to, he said he's a colleague of yours. I am not. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I don't even consider
5: myself in the media. I put myself in the quasi media.
4: We're sports entertainment. I mean, that's really what this is. Now we could get media passes, but so can a musician. Right. Right? So can yeah, Bon Jovi Mara, can have a field pass or a media credential. Absolutely right, man. Absolutely right. So, uh, you know, just from that standpoint, I think we're in good shape. All right. Well, well forward yeah. Lombo the link because I don't have his
5: – I only have his cell phone. No, but I'm just saying just forward it to him anyway. I sent him a text.
4: Okay. Now, we have this on – you know, I just dropped something that Mapes had to cover, and I'm assuming Sean did, right? Otherwise, I would have heard from, I'm sure, a bunch well, of people from – Mr. Larson to Mr. Gao to right. Yeah. And, and and Mapes has been active on the stream today. I see that. Too, so. so look, this is not Sean Mapes is not an individual who lives dangerously, Harry, that misses what to dump and is still hanging on the stream. Right. Like Sean is a responsible individual where he's doing two, three, maybe four things at once. If Oliver is on the stream that I know for a, damn certain he's not listening to the show right and can't trust it around the dump button exactly so if you see culver jump in there and mention something on stream you better not curse (laughs) sean mapes is out here handling things i feel much better why is that i don't know but you still should curse well no 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 i'm saying you should definitely (laughs) not curse that's all take it now, we have to talk about the praying mantis, right? Coming up in the second hour. You missed uh Yeah, no, I actually saw it last night. Yes. And apparently, there, this show wasn't the only show that had to dump or should have dumped as there was a loud curse that happened on BBC during a cycling event. Mm. Denmark's Frederick Madsen saying, bleep them. All right. I, I don't. Is this an Olympic cycling event? I yes, I imagine yeah. it, guys. Right, if the guy is, is from, oh, okay. So this is the story that a competitor was caught cursing on television. This is why you the Olympics. This is why this is not a sports stuff. How often do you hear on ESPN or Fox Sports, whatever it may be, just some random NBA game, some random dude getting caught on a hot mic cursing? Ah, oh, bleep. As right, if it's right. Hit with his fourth foul, right, or something stupid like that. It happens
5: in golf tournaments all the time.
4: Yes, we've heard. I think we've heard Tiger a bunch, right? Tiger, Freddie Couples, I remember. Uh, uh, you know, this, this, uh, Justin this, Thomas. I thought it was an announcer who dropped this, and I'm thinking, oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, you're right. It is Brady's 44th. All right, we're back. We break it. We're back in three here.
7: I get scared sometimes.
3: Of a lot of things.
7: Joining in
3: There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
5: Wow, I got to give props to Sean Mapes on the stream, though.
4: Not what happened.
5: No, here's a guy who gets the show. You were talking about uh, Joe Judge, obviously. And that Giants uh, brawl and Mapes chimes in, chimes in on the stream, not Judge Reinhold. Oh, look at
4: that. Yes. Not missing a beat. Wow. I'm telling you, man, this guy can be trusted to do multiple things. Wow. Could he be Wally pipping Ron Culver? I think Ron Culver is more than happy to sacrifice duties <laughs> of producing this show, right? Like, that would be my guess. So you think Ron Culver is sort of tanking? To be Wally Pipped. Well, here's the well. Here's the thing, though. Like tanking in what regard, right? Like,
5: like, like not coming through on the stream, like Mapes is getting. You know, doing things to sort of, uh, you know, become part of the fabric of the show.
4: Yeah, but I think from okay, so Culver's management, right? Like he's the APD, right? So he's a salaried individual. He's co-hosting the morning show. He's producing the Jake Asman show. Right, and this, then he has to do our show. Right. So these two hours could easily be spent in the building doing administrative stuff or, yep. you know, things like that. So I, I don't think that he needs to like be pipped or or sabotage his own doings. I think he can just go to them and say, "Look, I'd rather just schedule or I'd I'm rather- going to change the schedule. Exactly. And I'm no longer on that show. Exactly." Hmm. Exactly. I think okay. that would be it. Right now, what's the latest here from Giants practice? Practice is mercifully over. This is the last from Vacciano. Is that right? Wow, I've never seen Joe Judge that angry. Actually, I'm not sure I've seen anyone that angry. <laughs> well, Lombardo's
5: tweet was massive fight here at Giants camp. Corey Clement busted a big run. Logan Ryan levels Evan Ingram late. Somehow. Dan Daniel Jones ended up on the bottom of the pile. Joe Judge lines the whole team up on the goal line, and now the entire team running 100-yard gassers. Then he updates it and says some players were walking towards the end of the last run. Joe Judge sending them off on 100-yard runs again. And then you said they were doing push-ups, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, and it was too much. Oh. Do it again. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, I'll get the push-up one. Uh, after doing 100-yard runs and not hard enough for Joe Judge's liking, yep. players are now lined up on the goal line doing push-ups. There wow. is dead silence except for Joe Judge's whistle and his expletives, so many expletives. I love that. So many expletives. Pacquiao uh, is a great follow, by the way, Just <laughs> in general, but especially for Jets and Giants stuff up in New York. Giants players running goal line to goal line again and again. Now back to push-ups. Joe Judge doing his best. Herb Brooks imitation now again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow him. All uh, right, good. Does he yeah. follow you back? No. Uh, we got we to gotta fix that. Yeah, I've, I've followed him for a while now, it, it looks like. We got to get Ralph on. He's, yeah. He follows me back from my serious days. So uh, yeah. that's why. Jeez. This is amazing stuff. Well, well, now, now, how oh, do you think this plays? What? Wait a second, Harry. There's more. There's more. <laughs> Zach Kiefer has just tweeted this out. News: Colon Colts All-Pro guard Quentin Nelson Ooh. will have surgery on his foot. Almost the same injury as Carson Wentz. The hits. Keep coming. Oh, my goodness. He joins a crowded injury list that includes the starting quarterback, center, left tackle, star linebacker, though Darius looks like he's coming back soon. Even still, you've got the left tackle, the center, and now the quarterback. Uh, Yeah, and that guard is one of the – he could be the
5: best offensive lineman in a league. Yeah. Non-tackle, non-tackle.
4: That that is not even hyperbolic.
5: Yeah. Wow. 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 Well, they're not making the
4: playoffs. Nope, they just are going to be in too big of a hole. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's really, that's really the biggest thing.
5: So that's the thing. Now, if you're Carson Wentz, do you want to rush yourself back, knowing that your your offensive line is in shambles? Because you said it was not. He's not the only guy hurting the offensive line. The center's out, right? Yeah, and he's the best lineman they have, Nelson.
4: You Correct. want to rush yourself back with a bad foot? <laughs> yes. Yes, just to get him out there, right? Yeah, right. Now, what's the... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, look. Here's the thing. Frank Reich may look at a lost season as a chance to just see what the hell he has in Carson Wentz. Mm. But we talked about this last time where I don't think, and Barrett didn't think, and I'm sure you don't, right? Not to put words in your mouth, but it just doesn't look like the Colts would rush this dude back if he missed uh I don't know eleven weeks, right? Something like that. I doubt you no, know, I don't I don't think so.
5: No. You know, and, and people are saying on the stream, bye bye Watson talk.
4: Well not necessarily they still have two first round picks. Who? The Eagles. Yeah, I, I mean look, Watson is different than Wentz. I was just trying to figure this thing out in Indianapolis, right? Or back in three on the news. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm now. I mean what is what does the future even look like here? Bacchiano's
5: sure Twitter feed is great. He says the current state of New
4: York football is not my fault. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah. Big time fight. I just love seeing all of these. Memes and everything pop out. I saw the Herb Brooks one.
5: That so was from the movie.
4: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he was mentioning. That's mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Not, right. Not the actual Herb Brooks. Right, guy. right, right. right. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh... Now, when the hell is FanDuel going to pay out of this damn golf tournament that I won some money in? Which you know? which tournament? Uh, this Olympic stinger that I played uh, for the men's individual stroke play, right? So I ran it like a tournament. It was a fan okay. tournament. So no cut and everything like that, and uh, finished pretty decent. And I had a bunch of lineups. They all won money. Okay. so and they haven't credited your up. account? No, and I, I sent them an email, and they say, Oh, we're working on it. We're dealing oh, with a boy. third party. Just pay it out. How a third party? Yeah, just pay this thing out. How difficult did, is it? Did man? you
5: have an issue with the bar stool book too a while back?
4: Yeah, well, that was just them admitting that the tournament, they took a beating mm. and they would put that in emails like due to tournament payouts and slow payouts as a result of the tournament. It's going to take an extra long time. And then they had to go through these ridiculous hoops to prove who I was, oh, even though I had been depositing and withdrawing money. Right. Until that point. And now because and look, it, it was a lot of money. But it wasn't the first time I took a lot of money out of my account, right? So the first time in there that I opened my account, there was a $1,000 risk-free bet. So I put $1,000 on something, hit it, and then mm-hmm. immediately took the 1000 that I bet back and withdrew it and from my account. So day one, I took a grand out of my account. And they didn't have wow. any problem there. No. So I don't know. I wasn't the only one, apparently, who had an issue there. All right. Now, Art Stapleton is breaking down the play-by-play of what happened. Uh, At Giants camp. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. Here's the sequence of events that led to the Giants' melee. Now, do you say melee or melee?
5: Melee, I'd say.
4: Okay. Melee.
5: Melee was the girl on uh, the woman. Yeah, Jillian Mealy, who's now on Fox. Correct. Yeah. Used to be on Breakfast on Broad.
4: That's right. Jabril Peppers had a good bump. Uh, Now, do you say Clement or Clement? It's it's Clement. Clement, Right. Yeah. Corey, now that was the issue. So the sequence of events, Peppers, Pops, Clement, who broke through on a run play. Engram shoved Peppers, who tumbled over. Logan Ryan was behind Engram, saw Peppers tumble, shoved Engram from behind. Melee ensues. Quarterback at bottom of
5: pile.
6: The Studios. Here's Aton Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
4: So honestly, who's having a worse day today? The Colts or the Giants? The Colts. You think so?
11: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Now they're, they're looking at having what Eason under center behind a backup center and a backup guard who's their best offensive lineman. That's not good. Man. We see people trashing their tickets already for the Colts over Kevin what? Bloomfield.
4: Nine and a half, though, from the jump that was steep. That was a lot, man, from the jump. I'm telling you, what are they? Uh, Philip Rivers,
5: would he come back now without Nelson to start the season?
4: Uh, no. No. No, Philip Rivers, I think you need to, to just destroy that. Yeah? Yes. That's over? Yes, that's over. Now, can you get an alternative win total for the Colts? I'm curious about that, right? Futures are tough, right, when it just looks at win totals because usually there's a hard number. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, and I'm going to look this thing up real quick. I'm wondering if, you could get an alternative win total on Indianapolis and really push that thing low. Does
5: that make sense? Um, From nine and a half to what do you think it goes
4: to? Eight? All right. Well, let's look at this really quick. The Colts to make the playoffs. Do you have that on two books here off the board? So let me check another one now. No, I don't have that. This is boy. I tell you, man. You know, somebody needs to just put out a tweet. If they're going to take something like this off the board, then put a tweet out, will you? Right. <laughs> just so I know not to waste my time on your book. That's all I'm asking
5: about. See, they want you to come there anyway. That's why they're not doing that.
4: Yeah, so that I, I it's like, so walk, you, you know. then you see something
5: else that interests him. Mm.
4: Yeah, maybe he'll play a slot or two on his way out. Right, right. Uh, looks like it's off the board here as well. So Titans, I think, are going to be a slam. But I was looking for the Colts. Yeah, Colts are going to be off the board, I think, right now, rightfully so. I don't know what it was before this injury news came out. So if somebody had Colts to not make the playoffs ahead of time, let us know what that number was. But point being, is just trying to, and and that was not make the playoffs. Just looking at win totals here, and it's probably going to be off the board now, too, if them not making the playoffs, is off the board well houston is at four i know it's 17 games but still they have two wins written all over them just trying to see if the uh, colts okay colts is still at nine now this is not a ridiculous number here Hmm. minus 125 under nine i'm seeing if they're uh i just love if there was another market here and i would take under eight and a half i'd take under eight at this point, I'd go under eight for, I'm sure, what, plus 140? Okay. I'm not, I'm just in my head. If under nine 125, I could probably get eight and a half down to like 105, if not even money. Colts, so
5: no. to, Colts to make the playoffs. Uh, no is now minus 140 on DraftKings. Right. Yes is plus 115.
4: So the value clearly on yes, but again, That doesn't mean you don't bet the opposite. All right. Here's here's I guess what you could do, right? Wow. This would be one hell of a bet. You could wait and see how the Colts play in the early part of the season. How what's what schedule do you think? Like, what's the result of the Colts schedule? That changes those odds from minus money to plus money of missing the playoffs. Do they need to go three and one? Like, what do they need to do in the opening of everything here? Uh, we went over their schedule
5: yesterday. It's pretty tough. Their first four or five games, if I remember right, they open with like Seattle and then the Rams.
8: Well, that's and cool I think play. they have
5: Tennessee early. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is the total. I on team schedules.
4: But I'm just saying, like record wise. Right. Just think of that from a record standpoint. Well, through how many weeks? I don't know. I mean, that bet's going to be out there. That's my point. Is that what is it right now to miss the playoffs? Minus 140? Minus
5: 140 says no per DraftKings. Yeah, they start with Seattle and the Rams at home, then at Tennessee, at Miami, tough game two, at
4: Baltimore. That's their first five games. All right, even better. Let's say they go three and one after the, which is virtually one, all right? What are the first four again, Baltimore put aside on game five.
5: All right. Well, first four, Seattle, LA Rams at home, then at Tennessee at Miami.
4: Let's say they go three and one. All right. Let's say they go three and one. The Rams could drop one early. Seattle is prone. Seattle goes 10 and six every year, right? They have these losses. They're not all to teams that are better than them. So this could be an early, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying hypothetically, what do you think the odds are for a team that starts out three and one without Carson Wentz, we're assuming, or if he's out there inconsequential,
5: oh, just, then you bet him to miss the playoff.
4: Yes. Yes. yes.
5: I see where you're going.
4: Yes. And and again, that's a risk. Mm-hmm. Not as big of a risk, I think, as me laying the one run tonight for the Phillies, but my god <laughs> is Washington. I mean, they're a favorite on the road. You lay the one, right? Just because mm-hmm. you can get out of there with a push if Washington just plays for the one run. I mean the the walk off is always in play, but yeah. Uh I, I don't, you know. <laughs> oh. Only the Phillies
5: could go get more bullpen help at, at the closing position and have still have you in Ajita every time he the guy takes the ball he gives up he's given up runs I think in every appearance, Kennedy.
4: Yeah, it's like Kennedy walked right in and knew exactly how to play here. Right, right. He just give up the oh, run. I'm the Phillies closer now. All right, this is what I do. Exactly right. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't yeah. know. Maybe they're being told something. You know, I mean, look, they, this would be. The best example exhibit a of this could be coaching, right? I mean, look, it's not that Ian Kennedy was brought in here to save the damn day. So up uh, is trending. So I need to see why. Oh, Bradley Beal. Yes. Oh, not Jessica like, cool. Beal. No, not. Je- look, if Jessica Beal is trending, I'm in. If not Jessica too. is trending, I'm in now. Sam Beal was tweeted by Lombo about an hour ago, but that only got three retweets, so I doubt that's trending. Yeah, I doubt that's the reason. No, uh, I'm trying to see the top trend or the top tweet here is Michael Scoto at Mike A. Scoto, who covers the NBA for Hoopsype and USA Today, saying source Spencer Dinwiddie is intrigued by forming a backcourt with Bradley Beal, Rui Hachimura and Washington off the court. Right. He believes the Wizards can be a playoff team and is confident he can help recruit players to Washington. So that was it.
5: Okay. Well, that that pretty much, if you, you buy that, that takes Ben Simmons out of the uh, the Wizards possibility. They were one of the teams a week or two ago, you know, in the top half yeah. of the, the, the probable list of trade destinations. I just got a tweet here. From the Donkey Show says, "Dang, this show's turning into you two just looking at the internet. What do you think every any sports radio show is? They, they just mix in phone calls, right?
4: Like, we, like we what, give what, you more internet and more information. What? What exactly? <laughs> I mean, we got a story here about the Giants. Did you like what? Yeah. How, how should we have covered this stuff? Happens
5: live as we're doing the show. We're trying to you know keep everybody updated."
4: You know, (laughs) maybe we should just go to the text board. uh, Honestly, if something (laughs) happens live, how are we supposed to talk about it? Well, we should wait until tomorrow, maybe. And then recap it. That's a newspaper. So the donkey account is probably still reading the newspaper. It's probably (laughs) still getting it. It's the donkey is probably still getting its news. From the cold, hard newspaper, right? And while everybody in the house is like, "Yo, donkey, man, you, you know, you can read stuff online, right?" And he's got that newspapers from my cold, dead hands. It's all covered in ink, right? I used to deliver them,
5: man, every day. Your hands would be black by the time you were done. You had to wash all that that ink off your hands. Now, how difficult was it to get that ink off? That wasn't that hard, but man, if I forgot and went in and, like, ate breakfast at the breakfast table before I went to school and didn't
4: wash that off, my mom would freak. Oh, man. Get there's, it all over the tablecloth. There's a great um, King of Queens. I think it's part of an intro <laughs> where Arthur has these gigantic winter gloves and he's reading the paper, right? No, they're, they're leather gloves, pardon me. They're okay. le- and, and he's licking the leather glove and trying to go through the paper. And Doug turns around and is like, okay, are you reading the paper? You're going to strangle someone. <laughs> <laughs> they go on and mention about how the ink, the ink on the hands. Right. All right. All because of donkey and the insistence of us staying away from the internet. Right. I don't know anybody that does a show that. Right? No. No. And I, I was. Uh, I wanted to get into this story about Alan
5: Iverson with his own signature uh, line of cannabis products coming your way soon. Uh, my way or just, but, well, apparently Sixers fans in, in the Sixers area, Philly can't get it. No, you have to find another way to get it, but he's going to have his own line of, of weed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
4: No, I'm saying as far as why wouldn't it be available here? That's just what it said in the article that
5: Sixers fans uh, will not be able to, to get it locally.
4: What a rip off. It's probably going to be the same thing that they're buying anyway at the dispensary, just with a different name. I hate to break it to you. Well,
5: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm saying like this could be a branding opportunity for you. How? Uh, Shander Sativa.
4: I don't know. Oh, oh, oh I've got you a, mean- you've got a following. OK, You're you're verified. No, no, no. I thought you meant like get in on the Iverson branding. Oh, Not my uh, own branding. Well, that's through Viola Brands, apparently. A company
5: called Viola Brands. Uh Al Harrington. Okay. Is uh behind it all, former NBA player. And it says here that um somewhere that the Sixers fans, you won't be able to get it here, which is disappointing.
4: All right. Now I- I'm curious what the hell would be right? These strains are pretty similar. You've got sativa indica. Mm -hmm. you can cross pollinate and all right. You're pretty much limited as far as like all of these different incestual strains that you're trying to create. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the only main difference is going to be the THC count, which would be similar to the alcohol count in a beer. Okay. So, everybody's making micro what's the difference well you only have like a certain range right of super light to super dark beer that you could work with right so you're already caught in these parameters if you will and super light can be sativa super dark can be indigo whatever you want and the analogy is furthered here because at some point you're going to get a lager or at some point you're going to get a darker beer, a darker right. micro and, and seven of them can be lined up. Right. And what's going to be the difference, right? Marketing. Yes. Marketing, that's it. Which is like ours has a cherry, a hint of cherry in it. Right. Right. Ours has like a, a or, or yours
5: has uh, you know, Snoop dog walking along a beach in a robe, you know, with a bottle of it, you know, I mean, that's, that's Corona is like, it's, just standard garbage. Yeah.
6: And
4: but they, the fact
5: that he's got it makes people want it.
4: Yeah, right. I'd like Aton's Edibles play action reel says. I don't know, man. I I, I have to get somebody behind me. Maybe we get a dispensary. Let's start with a dispensary to, to endorse. right well,
5: they're they're debuting in California this October, but it won't be available to Sixers fans in the in the Philly region, it says they operate and produce a variety of cannabis products in California, Colorado, Michigan, Oregon, and Washington. Viola products
4: alright let's take a quick one here fake news next and Barrett should be with us shortly
7: I get scared sometimes
3: of a lot of things
7: joining in
3: decisions
7: the dark the dark but I once heard someone say
3: but as I always say
7: it's okay to be afraid
3: as long as you face the fear It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
6: SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays.
4: All right, Sean mapes is going to hit us with fake news. We await Barrett as well. Also, got 150 lineups tonight in DraftKings half. Three hundred and fifty. That's right for baseball. That's right. Three hundred um, on FanDuel. Wow. Yeah. How about that?
5: Now, how many are, of them are different? They're all different. They're all unique. Oh my goodness. No oh, duplicates. Look, look yo, who it yo. is. Just in time for fake news.
12: <laughs> I am fake news right <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, man, I just got to do hauling ass. Yeah, to get, to get back? Yes.
5: Yeah, Barrett Brooks joining us live. Uh, he just, yeah. just got home from Eagles camp.
12: Sweating and everything.
4: So what are you going to tell us that Derek Gunn is going to tweet out in about 36 seconds that's going to be completely polar opposite?
12: Um, That the Eagles... Suck truly, truly suck. Yeah. And they actually don't. They actually don't. But be the first bad. pad of practice. To be the first pad of practice, I was actually proud of the guys. They went out there. And uh Nick Sierra showed a little me, show me a little something. He got in their butt a little bit. You know, he started uh he started cussing them out, man. They they the offense, you know. Of course the offense is gonna be in a position where they're a lot behind mm-hmm. um the defense. The defense are always gonna go up the first pad of practice, they're gonna play better. But the offense did show some abilities, um, running the rock, throwing the ball. You know, they showed that they can go out there and, and compete, man. And that's all you want from a team is to go out there and compete. No way Sirianni outcussed nope. Joe Judge today, nope. though, Barrett. No, no way. What? No <laughs> way. <laughs> what What happened up with the Giants? What? Oh, happened? a big uh, melee.
5: What? Yes. And Corey Clement was a part of it. Get out of here.
4: Yeah. So it- – one shove to another shove to a guy getting pushed over a hundred guys all battling it out daniel jones at the bottom of the pile joe yeah the franchise
5: quarterback at the bottom of the pile
4: judge is screaming and cursing he had him running a hundred yard gassers and then when that wasn't good enough because guys were loafing it he had him drop down to the deck and do push-ups and then he had him run again and then he had him do more push-ups, and it was dead silent, according to reports. And the only thing you could hear for miles, you could hear it all the way in Newark, New Jersey, him cursing and screaming and yelling at these players.
12: Good. We want that type of uh, turmoil <laughs> up, up the turnpike, man. We want that. I think um, Nick's, Nick's- – he didn't really curse, man. You know, gosh, target, let's go. You know, oh, that, that's really? He,
4: oh really? Yeah, really? He's, not that, he's
12: not a cusser, but he he was very stern, and the players reacted to it. So all this stuff about him being a nice guy, I think there's a little more. I think there's a um, there's a sheep sheep clothing he pulled off, and the wolf was sitting up underneath that.
4: Uh oh, is that like that uh that meme that I have of that dude on the cover pulling his head up? you don't want to see yeah. that right is that what you're talking about that's the yeah. one you sent us in the text message yeah right? I'm like, oh, <laughs>
12: you ever seen anything like I've that i've never
4: seen that before I,
12: that's the first time i saw it too first right, time well, i saw it.
4: i'm that. gonna pull that up as you continue
12: but yeah <laughs> man i mean the practice was well i i'll tell you what andre deal with it, man i mean i, I hate to is talk bad time? about people man but
4: just, just ask is it time
12: yeah he he we all he, see it we all-, <laughs> we all see it. That's perfect right there. It is. We all saw it. We all saw it.
4: Wait a second. Are you telling me right now that uh, Andre Dillard is not the guy? He's not going to be the starting tackle?
5: Oh, there it is. <laughs>
4: That's that, it. That's disturbing. That is what is it. that? That's Dillard right there showing his true colors after yes. being taken in the first round.
12: Bro, he tapped <laughs> out, man. He tapped out. He tapped really? Himself out. Yeah, he tapped Today? himself out. A drill, yes. Wait, wait, wait. What happened here? I mean, I, I guess he heard – well, this is what I saw. Now, I don't know what happened as he was falling. Yes, and I did say as he's falling. But um, Sweat, who was having a great camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bull rushed him. Josh bull rushed him, and f- laid him square on his ass. And I don't know between him getting pushed and him falling on his ass, and everybody saw it. We all saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next play, Toth is in at that tackle. Toth that tackle, yes. No, that's not good.
4: No offense to Toth, but I'm
12: that's what, Toth. that. That is a like to Toth, but he's well, not ready I mean. yet.
4: I live a Toth-free lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> to it's no knock on him. I'm just saying, like you know, I. I can't do that, man. Is
12: said a toll-free What you on fire right now, man? I'm just saying, like that's not a good sign. But well, no, hold, hold. <laughs> hey, Colts, Dillard, and urge for 2023 first. <laughs> that is the greatest right there. End of the East beast, love it. Yeah, love it. Colts love and it. Dillard, <laughs> Colts—they okay.
5: they don't want any part of that. No. None whatsoever. Well, yeah. How they about this?
12: How right. about this? It might be. It might be that that Carson is cursed. Because they're all pro guard, Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Nelson, yeah, the same injury he has.
7: I know. Well,
12: here's so maybe that cloud is lifted from the Eagles now. You can
4: get the Titans, Barrett. It's funny you bring this up. You can get the Titans over nine and a half at even money. What? I'm putting a thousand dollars on that.
6: <laughs>
12: right, easy.
4: <laughs> like, easy. Like seriously, how do they not win ten games this year? Somebody gets hurt. Derek yeah. Henry
12: gets hurt. Well, at this point, there. Uh, at this point, the starting receivers hurt.
4: Uh, Julio Jones though Julio is not. Jones, yeah. I mean, they it's still He's not Derrick cool Henry inside. though, right? And look, they lost <laughs> Corey Davis. I understand that, but they've got two other guys that are really competent that they, they can throw the football to outside of Julio Jones. Also, people are going to see that that guy, this kid Fersker that they have as a tight end, he's a good, he's a good end. Like he's not. He's a really, really good, good
12: tight end. Yes, yes. Yeah.
4: But well, they had Johnu Smith there, who is also a really good tight end yeah. and a better option so first year was kind of you know bouncing up and down depending on that but I, I don't think they are going to have any drop off at that position your guy from pittsburgh is here now expected to be healthy right In yep. bud dupree i mean what are we missing here did this team get worse in any area where you wouldn't take them
12: no the Colts
4: gave- are miserable
12: i I, mean, I can't see and we we all know what's going down there and and with the texans first day of pads and guess who didn't pad up Mr. Quarterback, Sean Watson. Yes, did not pad up. Uh huh.
5: Well, does he, he get fined out. for that? He's just there, no. so he doesn't get fined.
12: Yes, but the reason why you don't put him in there, you don't want him to get hurt. Right. Trade him. Right. 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 Back to three yeah. fake
4: news. Right. You're going to trade him.
12: No question. No question. So,
4: That's exactly it. So, so how did how did Hurts look?
12: Um, he's still a little slow with his with his reads and getting the ball out. I mean, it was a couple times. You know, it, it was, a, it, was a, it was a post flag uh, to the tight end. And instead of throwing the ball, as you know, before he went to break out, you know, he should have thrown it earlier. He waited till he got open, and you got to throw a guy open. Those are the little things he needs to go. But that just comes with coaching and reps. Um, You know, as soon as as the guy, he's on the hash, as soon as he bends out of that hash, the ball's got to be in the air and lead him as opposed to him getting open, you know, because he got to run out of bounds on a play. You know, he caught and went out of bounds when he could have just caught it in stride and kept going. Um, those are little things that you get with with just maturity and playing a position, you know, right. seeing because he didn't have to do that type of thing when he was at Oklahoma,
8: right?
12: Oklahoma CD Lamb was always open. You couldn't stop that offense. They could run a rock. They spread everybody out. Everything was timing and you know, they don't play defense in the big 12. So it was easier to play. Now you got guys out to play. Now I got to showed up again today with pads on Nelson. Nelson played his butt off, man. Nelson is a good corner. Yeah. Player.
0: Right. Really
12: good corner. And um I'm also seeing that they're their, their fourth round draft pick. He, he McPherson looked pretty good. McPherson, today. yeah. Came up and made some plays. I, I'm 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 kind of um I'm kind of lost with what we're doing with uh with our running back. Uh what's his name? The 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 drafted running back. Game well, uh, game well. Because I mean, yeah. first of all, I see him in the slot all the time. I don't really see him a lot at the running back position. He's more so playing a receiver position. Um it's probably equal, 50-50, playing receiver and playing running back. You know, I, I saw one ball, you know, he had a draw play that he ran up the middle of the, you know, in between the trenches, uh, in between the, you know, the the offensive line, but and you know, I don't see a lot of them at that running back position.
4: Okay. Interesting.
12: They love Howard, though. They love Howard. And Boston Scott is having a hell of a camp, also. So you know, it's this, this, this team is 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 a chameleon team, man. They're, they're not supposed to be as good as what they're looking right now. Just put it like that. Okay. They're not, not. They're not supposed to look this good.
5: Well, I mean, how often did the Colts put Hines, you know, out in, as a wide receiver? Not a, a lot. At all.
12: Well. Not, you're right. Naeem Naeem Hines? right. Yeah, 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 Haim, yeah, he did. He played yeah. a lot of right, yeah, right, you're right, you're right. So, about I that. think
5: that he might be the same guy,
12: yeah, yeah exactly well. the same guy. You know, when he was at North Carolina State, that's and what he was, eight, yeah, that's what he was, yeah. you know, yeah. So, this I, I great think, I, right I you, that's great work, right? Harry, I
5: think that's a good pick, though. This Gainwell I like yes, that when yes. they made it.
12: That's a great call. I'm by good, you, to, it's good
5: to know McPherson's playing well, too.
12: Yeah, he's got that body, too, man. He's got the body to go with his skill set. This is The Middle on the sports SportsMap Radio Network.
6: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
12: Live from the
6: O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
4: Right, I just checked because last time I checked, which to be fair was I think a week or so ago, the Seahawks were getting two points on the road in Indianapolis. Right, to open up the... Season now. It's What's off, it now? It's, it's off, off the, the board. board. Right now, check DraftKings. Maybe it's back on there. It was at two and a half actually before it went off the board. And remember when I put all these bets in at the start of the season, and I went around everything right, and I went through this long round robin. One of the legs that it, it was three, six, eight, eight different legs in this three bet parlay round robin that I put out. This was the day one, like. Way too early, absurd bet that you make as right. far as the NFL season just because the schedule is out. So, the one bet that I took was Seattle plus three and a half. Now, I bumped that up because it was at two and a half. So, I bumped it up to three and a half to cover the hook. And that was only at minus 150. Hmm. Once this thing is back on the board, Seattle plus three and a half is probably going to be upwards of like minus 300.
5: Well, I see here DraftKings has Seattle favored by three, as does Fan. Uh-
4: that's a five, five and a half point yep. swing.
5: William Hill is still two and a half to Indianapolis. So mm. it's kind of all over the place. Wait.
4: Yeah, that's
12: really over the place. All over
4: William Hill. Real I'm sorry about w- William Hill still has Indy juice in that game. Yeah. What are you doing? Bet that. Yeah. That's a mistake. We just th- this is what people do. This is what like 65 to 70 percent of people who bet don't do, mm-hmm. which is look at like four different books, yeah, and say, wait a second. It's like that old sesame thing. One of them doesn't look like the other. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you find the anomaly and then you bet the anomaly. The anomaly is like somebody messed up.
12: Not mm-hmm. Kwame, are you? <laughs> no.
4: No. All right. Now let's get this because we've been waiting for a while. We're waiting for you to do this as well here. We'll talk more about camp and everything back here with the Eagles. We will get it back to the Eagles, but let's do this here. Sean Mapes has prepared a segment. It's called Fake News Three Stories. One of them, is fake and it's on us to determine which one it is
7: what's up fellas go Mapes. Oh, all right so first story louisiana drive through zoo gets busted for trying to pass several domestic or i guess common uh animals off as exotic wildlife hmm so I you got all your favorites you got the golden retriever shaved to look like a lion <laughs> you Got a labrador that looked like it's it's died as a as a tiger Uh, donkey painted like a zebra can't go to a zoo without seeing that. Uh, I think this is a cat, I guess as a baby cheetah or baby big cat of some sort. And you have a, just looking at these pictures, let's see. You got a a dog. I think it's a chow chow dressed as a panda.
4: A chow chow. Chow chow. (laughs) That has to be the most egregious. Oh, (laughs) Now, this story is so absurdly ridiculous that... I think it's true. Yeah, I'm inclined. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on... You know, the zoo, as far as, like, areas... And I'm anti-zoo. I've always been anti-zoo. But the zoo, if you compare it to, like, a museum, or if you compare it to a, like, amusement park, right? A Mm -hmm. zoo in that... What would you call it? Like, that realm that territory mm-hmm. it's an underrated spot to eat they usually have pretty good eat. food now you could take that for what you first. go to a hospital to eat food well the hospital too barrett you're muted <laughs> jesus <laughs> hospital look i didn't realize i normally I, I don't stand for hospital food but the one that i ate at was amazing and look you you go back no, no, but look, I'm not alone because our buddy Johnny Marks. I was listening to his show the other day, and he was talking about the same thing. I don't know if he listened to this and stole it. Wait a, a second. He yeah, also but he said at
5: gas stations. Yes, though.
4: but he recently had his third child. Right, right, right. Was, yeah, third child, I believe. Yeah, right? third one, third one. And it was spending time in the hospital, like I was spending time in the hospital. And was raving about the food. All oh, right, that's all. I'm
5: telling you, man. I don't. I, Barrett, no, I throw I'm not up my looking, hands.
4: You see me. Look, if, if I were 6'2, 160 pounds, and talking about good food, you could look at me like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, you know, I'm six foot with a gut. All right. I I understand what good food is because mm. I eat a lot of it. I don't eat a lot of
12: crap. Well, I well, do. You, you, well you, you, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, man. Yes. You, I, I believe you can go to a zoo and get good food because it's so damn expensive. It better be good. You can't sell trash and think you're going to pay those outrageous prices for it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to the zoo
5: to eat where I'm smelling like you know, uh, you know, gorillas' uh, doo doo. You know, while they're throwing it against the window, I'm not. You know, right? Right?
12: Right. Chili
5: dog or something?
12: (laughs) Jesus. All right, we're gonna say I'm, I'm saying that one's true.
7: Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, next story. Uh, this comes from Oklahoma. An Oklahoma lawmaker proposes Bigfoot hunting, se- hunting season. Uh, let's see. A Republican member of the House, uh, that's a shocker, Oklahoma, mm. uh, introduced a, a bill that would create Bigfoot hunting. Uh it's a, Yeah, the heavily forest area, which his district is in, holds a Bigfoot festival, and there's a $25,000
12: bounty on bigfoot
7: mm. wow
12: bigfoot first, hunting season first off that's worse than snipe season
4: oh yeah snipe i know exactly what, what is that only it. from that? the king of the hill episode i know it's, exactly it's what it's
12: um animal that you go hunt.
4: oh really yeah you go on a snipe hunt yeah which is which is like uh you know like a bonding experience right where the dad and the kids on a snipe hunt
7: yeah, it's a little bit of kind of yanking your chain if you're an in it like a group of hunters yanking the chain of an inexperienced hunter. Right.
4: Not the all American chain yankers, right? All right. What else? <laughs> now that's story two. I'm 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 not I'm not not I'm the not MILF familiar. Hunter. No. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> still around? Isn't he too old to be that now at
7: this point? Oh no.
5: I think that I, that needs to get passed down to a younger generation. Was that right?
7: American pie? Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I think you pass it down to his son. I think it's a yeah. family business.
4: Yeah, that's, a, that's so. a, right. That's a hell of a business to <laughs> inherit, right? Some guy's inheriting the envelope business. This guy's inheriting the internet business. All right,
7: all
6: right.
12: Oh my goodness.
7: All right, what do you got here? Story all three. Right. Story number three. The UK. Uh drug dealers are selling what they claim is ethically sourced cocaine. Users have revealed a high demand for what they're calling woke coke.
4: <clears throat> woke. Here's the thing, like, I I don't deny it because we see this already here in this country where like a car dealership takes somebody who's who's talking about, you know, a a statement that's socially conscious or how to help humanity. And at Mm -hmm. the end of it, it's now buy our car. Right, Right? Right. So it's already happening where people are branding products to to others, to people who consumers, if you will, that that shop to that or it's just like the soda stuff right that's or this the not soda the seltzer stuff part of me right like the evolution of spike seltzer i don't know if you caught this now is antioxidants or health. Oh, yeah. Involved right. in it. Right. Organic
5: so, seltzer. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Organic yeah. antioxidants. It's an, it's another way Gluten- to... Gluten-free seltzer. Rebrand, pre-market. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, right, right. 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 Exactly yep. right. Yep. That's why I give Wendy's and these fast food places a lot of credit because they come back and it's like, it's back. This yeah. same old piece of crap that you've been eating for 50 years. It's uh, yeah, back. Yeah. For a How limited time
5: only. Yeah, Mc for a limited is... time. Right, yes. right, right, right. And get the your Mc shamrock rib. shake while you're at
12: it. <laughs> shamrock shake. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, you're right, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, come on, McRib. You're talking two... about rib attached to the McRib. No. no nothing. No. No. <laughs> uh,
4: I'm going to go story two.
12: I'm going story two also.
4: Boy, this is tough, man. All right. I'm going to give Mapes more credit than Rod Culver and say story one is fake. Wow! Silver would just give us one that's too obvious. He wants to get through the day. It's eleven minutes before he can go home.
1: Well, I would
4: put some effort into this. And story one is the fake one.
12: Well, he said that he looked at a picture and saw it. That's the reason why I'm saying it's true because he he saw a picture, right? But this could be from the
4: Onion, Babylon, B, whatever the right. hell the latest one is. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. All right, Sean. Time for the big reveal.
7: Eitan, you're correct. Story number one was fake.
12: What? Wow. There's actually a congressman in Oklahoma.
7: Yes, that's probably the bigger
4: story than than me getting it Wow.
7: Yes, that comes from the AP in Oklahoma City.
4: So let's go through that story real quick before we go back to this issue at camp. This guy is in Oklahoma?
7: Yes, and Mm -hmm. we've got the picture on the article. He is sitting at a desk. And he has a cowboy hat off sitting next to him just to paint the picture of who uh, is a public, uh, public figure pushing for Bigfoot hunting season.
4: Wow, man. Is this one of these like I mean, Brewster's millions, but in politics where it's like the only way this person can get a big payout is if they come up with the most ridiculous stuff to get voted out? I, I mean...
12: No, it's American it, tax dollars at work. Seriously, <laughs> I think it's a little bit more
7: cynical. I th- uh, here's a quote: "Establishing an actual hunting season, issuing license for people who want to hunt Bigfoot, uh, will just draw more people to our already beautiful part of the state."
5: Hmm. I mean, isn't Oklahoma pretty flat? Yes. Yes. Where where would a Bigfoot hide in Oklahoma?
12: And was it? Would it be red? Says all that red dirt down there, that red yeah. clay. So apparently there is a
7: heavily forested Alchhita Mountains in southeast Oklahoma mm-hmm. uh, near the Arkansas border. So I know Arkansas okay. does have yeah,
4: Arkansas's got
5: hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
7: So it could be. It could be in that area mm-hmm. southeast.
4: What are the top five Bigfoots of all time, right? We, we just had the monster truck. Monster truck, yeah. Right. Well, this may have to be a Mount Rushmore. Than Let, let's start Mount Rushmore. Maybe there's a fifth.
7: Harry and the Henderson.
4: Hair, well, no, hold on a second, because there can only be one Bigfoot to represent the animal that's Bigfoot, right? So we've got, here would be three for me. The monster truck, the mythical beast, Bigfoot, and the reference to Gus, Eddie Murphy's, I think, uncle, right in Raw, where he's like, Gus, <laughs> <laughs> look like a Bigfoot.
5: <laughs> we need one more.
4: I know. I don't. I don't have yeah, another. I don't,
5: one. I don't either. Is there a? Is there another one? I mean, was there an offensive lineman nicknamed Bigfoot ever, Barrett? You know, somebody <laughs> like six foot seven tackle that had like size twenty one shoes.
12: That's Shaq. Shaq wears a size yeah, 21. Right. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I can't think of one.
5: Now, there's Big Country Reeves, but I don't know that right. any basketball <laughs> no. player named Bigfoot.
4: No, that's the thing. Like, where else? Honestly, where else would it be?
5: Right? I'm at a loss. Me too. Yeah. There's I mean, no rapper named Bigfoot, is there? <laughs> that would be a good rapper name, like Big something Bigfoot.
12: <laughs> what do the ladies say? Yeah, I wear a size 15. Yeah, I got it. I got a big foot. What does that mean, huh? It means you got big socks, big shoes.
4: <laughs> That's right. Big hands, big gloves, all that other stuff. <laughs> Unbelievable! Wow. All
5: right, we're gonna have Lombo on tomorrow. He said uh, he can come on tomorrow. Oh,
12: Thanks, he's gonna man. finally. bless yeah, We'll mind.
5: give a little Giants breakdown.
12: All right, let's do yeah, that. got to talk about the fight.
6: Yeah.
4: Yep. Real quick, we're back in three on Sports Map Radio. Hit us up live here on a, the Jacob Media YouTube page from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who has suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. We're live and local. And the middle sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Head to Steersnacks.com. Back in three on Sports Map. Now, this was what... I guess we need a fourth Bigfoot, right? Yeah, now I'm a Little Feet fan.
5: <laughs> is that another genre? That's a band. Oh, okay. Seventies and eighties and nineties. Because I was going to play you the uh, Eddie Murphy, you. right? Oh,
4: yeah. Go ahead. You remember this one? Yeah. All right. Well, let's. We might as well watch it, right? I don't think we're going to get booted for this, so we might as well just watch it. But this this is the third. Oh, wait. Th- yeah, this is the third most famous Bigfoot, and the and the second most famous Gus. Right, not our gus here in Pennsylvania. Oh, I hate that stupid brown dog.
0: I know a motherfucking bigfoot when I see one. Don't bring a bigfoot in my home, Gus, with my children. The bitch can't talk, she can't walk a flight of steps. She's not trained well, Gus. Huh? She cannot walk steps. I bet she climbed the fuck out of a tree, though, don't she got? It?
4: Oh man. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why. When Bigfoot is named, that's what I think of first. Is that right? Goony yes. Google. Yes. <laughs> Goony Go- that's exactly what I think of, man. I, I don't know why. I don't know what. But that's, yes, that's exactly. That's the first. I don't think of the animal. I don't think of the cr- truck. I think of Eddie. I don't know why, but I think of Eddie. No, I got the Phillies tonight minus one. Minus one? Yeah, they're on the road. So I'll, I'm just waiting for the Seattle game to come back on the board. Where I am, my book is where I have some money in there so I can pound it. Just take the money line. What do you have the money line for Seattle? That's um, what I'm interested in, more so. Let's see. This thing's not coming back anytime soon. I might as well just go... I might as well just pound the Titans, like I mentioned. I mean, why wouldn't you? What am I missing here? What? what this bet doesn't make any sense to me. Why would the Titans still be... I got the money line at...
5: Uh- Oh, William Hill -145 for the Colts. So what is it now for the for the Seahawks? +125. That's at William Hill. Now, DraftKings and FanDuel are reversed. F- Seattle's favorite -150 on DraftKings,
4: +130 for the Colts. I can't max bet. Oh man. Fox uh, is only allowing me to max bet 300. On the Titans' win total,
5: man, Atlanta's minus two ten.
4: Yeah, I, I against don't, the Eagles, I don't get that one at all. Really, you can learn. I tell you, I I I understand, and Barrett is the guy that we have to talk to about this because he's he's seen everybody. But there, I I mean, there is a belief that the Eagles are going to be like Texans bad this year, and I don't buy it. And I think I think books aren't caught up to that yet. I think we yeah. honestly believe that they're going to be so bad. I
12: just don't see it. They can't be. They won't be. They can't be. I mean, <laughs> you 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 got a lot of talent on that team, man. That people aren't people aren't looking at, man. There is some talent out there. There's some speed out there at the wide receiver position. Eleven forty
5: uh, for Lambo tomorrow. Excuse me, Barrett. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Eleven forty. All right.
1: Yep.
12: Yep. Sorry, Barrett.
4: I'm good. Oh. Uh, I'm going to have to head up in a minute, so I'll be in and out for OT. Uh, Let's see here. Seeing if there was anything else from a standpoint of how to bet this thing with the Colts' misery. That's really it, right? Just trying to take advantage of the Colts' misery or the Titans' gift. Now, here's something to think about. Does this make, like, the Jags or... Not Houston, or the Texans? Right. No, no. Does it make the Jags a little more appealing to bet on for a win? To- like their win? Oh, total- a win total. Yeah, their win total is six and a half.
5: Yeah. All right. And the Eagles
4: are six. Uh, six and a
5: half, I think it was. Yeah, for the Eagles six too. And a half.
4: Eagles are uh, right. I'm just saying, from this, like the trickle down effect. We we all mm. think Tennessee is going to run away with this thing, especially because the Colts they were the main target right as far right. as who could take down indy yeah or tennessee part of me but does i don't know does this make this doesn't change my view of the jaguars okay. one one bit
6: okay me neither yeah okay just just asking
5: yeah I know.
4: now one thing it's we can mention, point
6: yeah,
1: it's a fair, fair point. point
4: now we also have to keep an eye on danny green walking i just saw our buddy kai carlin at kai underscore carlin tweet If Danny Green walks, they'll have a lot to figure out. Things will get interesting in response to a a tweet from Harrison Sanford, who does a show on NBC Philly where Barrett is called "The Green Room Inside with Danny Green." So this dude is doing a show with Danny Green. If he's tweeting about Danny Green, chances are he knows, right? Right. Then there's no show. Yeah, exactly. And and he tweeted Green has spoken with the Sixers over the past 24 hours multiple times. Sides are nowhere close to a deal representatives mm-hmm. from Milwaukee, Boston, Chicago, New Orleans among some of the teams that have reached out. All right, look, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. I do not know, man. Yeah, that's
12: definitely not that ruffling my feathers.
4: No, I'm I'm okay with this, especially since he was not kind to fans who were ripping Simmons and all. I, I don't think yeah. I don't think he'll be missed. All right. No. Good stuff, Mapes. Appreciate you big time, man. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, bro. Culver's you. back. You talk about a left out, man. <laughs> 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 I, unbelievable. All right, that all right. Give me a minute. I'll be back, too.
7: I get scared sometimes.
3: Of a lot of things.
7: Joining in.
3: Decisions.
7: The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say.
3: But as I always say.
7: It's okay to be afraid.
3: As long as you face the fear. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
5: All right, Barrett, uh, Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, Aton Shan will be back in a sec. Ah, uh, give us your your impressions of day six. What what jumped out at you besides the fact that these guys were actually in pads and and, and hitting one another?
12: Um, you know what? I think it's called winnowing. Winnowing is when you separate the chaff from the wheat, oh. from the germ, from yeah. from you know from the grain. And you saw that a little bit, you know, especially at the left tackle position. Hmm. Jordan Malata is, is 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 stepping out leaps and bounds ahead of Dillard. And um, today I saw Sweat, who was having a phenomenal camp, also Bull Rush Dillard put him on his back, and then Dillard tapped out after that. Yeah. Now he may have really been hurt. You know that that may be the case, but it still didn't change the fact that Jordan Malada, regardless of what Dillard is doing, is just having a better camp. He's just like a better player. Mm-hmm. He's a more imposing threat on the offensive line. Um, How, how's Hargrave the rest of that? Is oh yeah. Hargrave has turned, to, you know, he's turned on the uh, on the Jets now. Another level came in lighter, um, looking quicker. He's getting into being that one gap player instead of being a two gap player like he played in Pittsburgh. And I think that's a lot of what was going on last year why he didn't look as impressive. He's really looking impressive now.
5: Good. How'd the rest uh, of the offensive line look outside from the left tackle position?
12: Um, you know, guys are looking good. You know, at this point, Samalo's still out. Brooks is still out. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, the, the, the two guards are, um uh, hold on a second. Uh,
5: no Matt Pryor,
12: Matt Pryor's one guard. Oh, yeah,
5: Forgot he was still yeah. on the team.
12: <laughs> and, um, you know, I forget who was the, who was the left guard. I mean, they really, you know, you really couldn't see, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. Um, you, you could tell guys were enthusiastic about being out the first day of pass and that's what it is for the first day. Guys were flying around. Defense looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, McPherson, you know, he impresses me every single day I watch him. He's getting better and better. He's taking more and more reps with the twos. Um, Kayvon Wallace, like I said, he's having a great camp. I'm comfortable with him being in as a starter, you know, until, you know, we get Rodney back. Mm. Until we get McLeod back, I'm comfortable with that. Um, there's still some decisions as far as, you know, if McLeod's going to be taking off PUP and, and put on the active roster. Or they leave that spot open and, 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 and wait for Hot Rod to get back. But you know, at this point, you know, you know, looking at camp, it doesn't look like this is a a, a rookie coaching staff. They it don't doesn't. Like, you know, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look like a rookie coaching staff. Hmm. It looked like these guys have been together for a long time. Everything's going, you know, every every drill is going fast. Uh, getting to the drills are fast. Um, you know, they're coaching these guys up every single chance they can from from the top guy to the bottom guy Can I ask you,
4: just a quick observation Yeah And and from Barrett, right? Do they look like they're having fun? Yes. Like you know what I mean? Like there's a difference, right? Between hey, we're back, we're excited versus having fun.
12: It's it's you would tend to think that now we will come you've been to the Doldrums, starting to enter into the Doldrums of being at the camp. They've been in and they've had six practices it could be getting old to them but they're still flying around and they're still enjoying being around each other and 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 practicing hard. You know, if you can, you know, delay that feeling going in, then I think they're going to they have a legitimate shot of of really turning some heads going into this season. Mm-hmm. But they they're not, they're not they don't they don't look like they're disinterested in being out there. Put it like that. The guys that are hurt are just as into the drills as everybody else. Brandon Brooks today. Um, we were watching um, one-on-ones and um, one of the rookies, let me see, his name was Awosika, Awosika, Kayode, Ke- Ke- Awosika, Ke- Ke- or Kayode Ke- Awosika, whatever his name oh, is. Guard. Let's,
5: let's just call him K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
12: <laughs> well, he um, went on one-on-ones against Brandon Graham at the guard position. And he got a really good block through Brandon on the ground. And, you know, it, Brandon Brooks was just, you know, I mean, he jumped up and was running around like nothing wrong with him, you know, like, you know, oh, BG, oh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't usually see that during camp from 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 guys, especially guys that are hurt. But he was he was right there, you know, hyping the rookie up, you know, and and, and high fiving the rookie, you know, and and, and really getting out the BG. That just goes to show that he's tied into, you know, the the, the feeling of being in camp. He's tied mm-hmm. into those guys, even though he's hurt.
5: All right, a little Sixers stuff just broke here. Woj. Okay. Uh, free agent center Andre Drummond has agreed to a one-year deal with the Sixers, source tells ESPN. So Lakers and Sixers swap backup centers Wow! In hey, hey
4: yeah. and that's, you know, look, Drummond is fits a role. That's yeah. exactly what he does. Like Dwight right. was right. here to fit a role. Right. So
5: yeah.
12: absolutely okay with that. And props uh, to Dom Lewis.
5: On the stream, too, for uh, giving a shout-out about the Drummond news.
12: There we go, Dom. Yeah. And nice. that's, that's huge because he's a better scorer. Than, yeah. Um And he can play defense. So that might be an upgrade. I mean, even though it's a little upgrade, you get more of an athlete, you know, um, hmm. that just that is leaving now. But you get a guy now that's consistently can be defensive and a scorer more so than they had before. That's a good pickup. I like it. I definitely like
5: it. Yeah. All right. Now, tomorrow, we're going to have a little giant stuff, not just the brawl, but we'll get – Well, uh, we have to we'll, hear a, a lot. Yeah, we'll get a lot about that, but we'll get brought up to speed as to how their camp is going aside from that. Anything you know, else on, on the NBA, too, as it pops? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. All right.
12: Definitely, definitely, definitely.
5: So, now, you're going to be looking – how many
4: lineups again do you have tonight? Oh, the 150 on DraftKings, 300 on FanDuel. So, we'll- 300 <laughs> baseball lineups are at are yep. in play tonight. That is, on- I mean, my head would explode. No, it's right. easy. You just copy and paste from a spreadsheet. That's it. Yeah. An optimizer <laughs> to download, to spread. If you could work a spreadsheet, you know, yeah. then you're okay. Just like a Lotus spreadsheet from back in the day. No, this is like the updated one on your Mac. <laughs> all right. Lotus. Lotus. All right. Linux. <laughs> I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll All see right. you tomorrow.
4: We got a great show. More Eagle stuff too. Thanks for rolling with us. See ya. I'm frozen. So
9: here we go.